Hello again and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers, you are very welcome. Please check the three dots menu at the top or look along the bottom row until you see a little cog icon. Click that, click the word quality, and then upgrade the quality of the video to 720 or 1080p so that you have a clear picture to work with. If the video is still fuzzy or it's fading in and out between clear and fuzzy as you watch, it might be that YouTube continues to downgrade to 480. So if you're experiencing that, you're just gonna have to keep checking up there or down there and tweaking your video into one of the higher resolutions. I am continuing in the America series. The particular prophecy that I'm bringing today is not specific to America, but the Lord has put it among the America series. And so that's why I'm reading it out today. It is a prophecy about the ongoing health program that is currently taking place in the United States and around the world. Um, I'm sure we know what I'm talking about, um, the CB19 um, health program and solution that is being brought forward for the international pandemic. Um, these centers have been set up all over the world. We know that there are international companies and local companies that have all come forward with a um, injectable solution and um, from the very top, all the nations and all the leaders are strongly encouraging their populations. Some of them are using incentives and some of them are using threats. Like here in the United States, uh, several people have already launched lawsuits because their employers have basically told them non-verbally and through undue pressure and duress that they have to take this injectable or they will not be able to hold the job that they have. They will not be able to continue in the employment that they have if they don't adjust to these things. And so the Lord brought yet another word on this issue. And it's a very long post. I'm going to do my best to keep it short because there was also information about children. There's one thing I notice a lot on this channel. I've started to notice an uptick in people asking about the safety of children and the protection of children and if I see children in my dreams. And um, while I'm not able to answer every comment, I have to say, if you're going to use this resource, please understand, I've said it in many of the older videos, which would be very helpful for you to watch, that this channel is a support video channel for the blog. The blog is the primary work that the Lord asked me to do. Why? Because um, when God wrote the Bible, the Bible is a written work. Now we have it in different media, audio Bibles and visual Bibles. But when it, when it was first conceived, he instructed and impressed upon the hearts of men chosen by the Spirit of God to capture the essence of what God wanted to say to man. And so it's written. The primary way that God communicates with me is through words. And I'm very meticulous as much as I can to capture those words and put them down on the blog. So you cannot receive everything that you need to understand what God is saying in each message only by watching the videos. I always leave the link below um, along with all the, the ministry's information 
so that you can go to the blog and read the words for yourself. When you have put your eyes upon what God says for yourself, your understanding will be greatly leveraged because once you read what he said, you will then be better able to go back to him and say, God, I read this, I heard this, Spirit of God, lead me, guide me. What do you want me to do? What are you saying to me? And so this issue was prevent, um, presented before me. I had a dream. It was an extremely taxing and tiring dream. This dream took up at least half the night. Um, I'm a very aware person. I, I, I sleep, but somehow I'm still aware. It might just be because of the way God works with me. But I know the first part of my sleep was pleasant. And then the second part of my sleep, I got trapped in this dream and when i say trapped it's because the dream kept repeating itself again and again and again it would come to an end and then like a tape it would go right back to the beginning and play so um like i said there's information about children in this dream i know that many of you are concerned about your children brothers and sisters i've said it and i've said it so many times we cannot escape the fact that there is a responsibility upon us to raise up our children in the way that they should go. The Lord brought this again to the forefront in another prophecy that is very recent on the blog called Worship, where I saw how many children were going astray. Both children in Christian homes were supposed Christian homes and children that were growing up in homes where parents believe in many multiple different things or don't believe in anything at all. And I saw that there will be definitely leveraged against parents by God, a penalty for not raising up their children in the way that they should go. Many people then counter this and say, but my child is very young. My child is too young. And all I can answer you is say, please bear in mind that in Matthew 24, the Lord showed an awareness of those who have young children and that they will still go through difficulty. It's not as if the difficulty is going to skip you because you have an infant or you have a four-year-old or five-year-old. When trials come to this world, they will not make a distinction. The only person who will make a distinction is the Lord himself. And the Lord is the one who said, woe to those who are nursing mothers in those days. What does that mean? That when the hardships come, even Jesus understands how hard it will be for you having a little one. It's hard to hide in the bushes with a kid. They don't know if they should keep quiet or not. And most of the time, if we have not trained our children from, from very young, their personalities are not exactly the easiest to control. The Lord is aware of all these things. And these are things individually that we must be praying about. Even if you're single and you don't have children yet, you can still pray for the children of others and you can pray for your own future children. But to keep asking is not going to change these things. This dream I had was terrible. I'm not going to pretend. That's one of the things that I was talking to God about this morning. Is that this channel handles such grave and very painful matters. And yet still I see when I take the time over the weekend, which is when I have time to check the comments, I'll still see people commenting things about, you know, how I speak and how I express myself. Brothers and sisters, if this is your focus, 
there is a serious problem. Because basically you're saying that unless someone comes to you in the manner and preference that you can receive information, then you're not sure if they're from God or you're irritated by this or irritated by that. So that means that um, if you're eloquent, then you need Paul, the eloquent Pharisee apostle to speak to you because then an Amos, a simple shepherd or a stuttering Moses can't speak to you because their pre presentation doesn't match what you're used to. And then you'll be so irritated that you miss the comment. And yet the Bible says that when it comes to the worship and the service of God, if men fail to do it, then God will raise up a rock to cry out in its place. God forbid that God has to send a rock to speak simply because the vessels that he's raising up do not fit our preferences. If we understand how grave are the things that God is bringing to us, that in the future, when we are hungry, I'm not sure if we're going to care how well someone speaks. If they're bringing us a word that God says, go to this city, there'll be food in this city. If someone is bringing that word, as long as they're speaking in a way that you can more or less understand, I think that we should be thankful that God is bringing the truth to us in any format. It is these absolutely irrelevant observances and observations that we make that completely baffle me. And these are the things that fulfill what God told me about this commission before he exposed me. He told me, you will be speaking as to deaf people. All of this is from the book of Ezekiel. Chapter two and chapter three is where God began my training for this work. If you have time and you must know a little bit about me, go and read what it says. A rebellious nation, a stone hearted people. He told me that among some, they will reject your words. Among others, their response will be as if being stabbed with knives and pierced with thorns and briars but do not regard it. This is why either way, whether someone comes to the channel and calls me evil and a liar, or someone comes to the channel and says, oh, I like the way you speak, it cannot move me. How can it move me? If I am swayed by an insult or I'm swayed by a, by a compliment, then soon I will be someone that can be moved to the left or to the right by what people say, and I will be utterly unable to discharge the commission that I have been given. God said to me, celestial, at times your words will play like a sweet melody. That's also from the book of Ezekiel. He said, your words will play like a sweet melody and people will say, come, come and hear this. But he says, just like the words of a melody do not last. So your words will seem like sweet lyrics that blow away in the wind and they will not hear. But I believe in my heart that there is another side to this. I believe in my heart that God knows that there is among the morass, the group of people, a core who greatly care about the content, the center of what I am saying. And they wouldn't care if I looked like a bunny rabbit or like the queen of Sheba, as long as they could hear from the master's voice himself what he requires of them, the changes, the focus, and the repentance that is necessary to save not only themselves, but the circle of influence that they can possibly touch in whatever amount of time God has left. And it is to those 
people that my entire heart, soul, and focus and drive is focused on every time I put this camera on. This word is called the fig, the seeds, and the vaccines. So it was, it was a dream that went on for several hours. And this dream is directly related to the post, the survival of the fittest and the dogs. If you have not read those posts, please read those posts because those posts are very clear messages from the Lord that we are not to participate in this injectable solution. I've said on the blog in the comment section that personally, I do not know much about this injectable I have not had the time to go into in-depth study of it in the natural. Everything that I know about it is spiritual. And what I can say to you is that God has made it firmly clear that his people are not to participate in this process. If you belong to God, it doesn't matter if you live in Venezuela, Colombia, Ghana, South Africa, or anywhere else in the world far-flung reaches in Burma, in Japan, it does not matter. If you know the Lord Jesus Christ as your savior, or even if you don't and you are just a naturally cautious person, the heavenly father has said, stay away from this. All I know is what I see spiritually. It is actually other person who, people who come to the comment section that help me to understand how the spiritual things I see line up with the natural. So I was trapped in this dream and in this dream, I was being injected over and over with the CD19 solution. Over and over, I was injected with a very, it was very cold. It was so cold when it went into my, ve my veins. And I was injected with all the different variations that they have. So in each dream, it was a new, a new injectable that was being given to me. And every time what happened was, excuse me, please. I saw a very large needle, a very big needle, almost like these turkey basters. It came towards me by itself. And I was standing in this room and uh, I didn't have any strength to resist it. So it came to my, to my vein and it injected itself. And, and every time I looked down at myself in shock and dismay, like, I've taken this thing. I've taken this thing that God said not to take. And um, the, the needle would be dangling in my arm after it injected itself. And then immediately the scene would change. And I saw my body as these bi biology class diagrams. So you know the diagram of the human being and then they show the tube in the mouth and then they show all your organs. They show your digestive system. They show your central nervous system. They show your... Um, your lymphatic system, your blood system, all the different networks that make us us was shown in me. And I saw that the injectable went into me and then began to wash through me like a flood. And I saw that as this flood washed through me, there was a fig. So, um, you know, a fig is a fruit. It's, it's about yay big and it's purplish. So I saw this fig and I knew that the fig came from the injectable. Now, obviously, uh, the mouth of a needle is too small for the fig to have literally come out of it. But when I saw the fig enter my body, I knew that it came from what I had been given. And this fig was uh, purple 
and it began to glow. It was actually so pretty. It began to brightly glow all over the outside with this brilliant purple ultraviolet light. So you know how ultraviolet is both whitish and purple? Um, they use it in the neon signs. This thing was glowing. And then it turned sideways and it opened up like a pod. So it opened up like a pod and inside were just thousands or even millions of tiny black seeds, tiny black seeds in the pod. And then they, they lifted up. I wish that I could explain it better. The, the, the fig opened and I saw all these black seeds. So God zoomed in and I saw all these millions and millions of black seeds. It looked like the inside of a dragon fruit. And then they lifted up just the way a woman plucks a ring out of the cushion, out of the, the, the engagement box. They lifted up by themselves and then they, they spread throughout my body. They went to every part of me. They attached to every single organ that I have. They went into my central nervous system. They went into my lymphatic system. They went into all my blood vessels and they flowed through me, even into my brain, attaching themselves into my brain. And right after that, I felt extremely alert. I was wired. There's no other way to put it. I, I felt like I had drunk all the coffee that my body could stand. I was extremely wired and extremely alert, but I hated the feeling because I, my brain still knew that this was an artificial feeling, that I had been artificially stimulated and artificially made very alert and cognitive and, and picking up all the sensory stimulus. But that was not anything tied with my own natural desire to do that. It had bypassed my will. It bypassed my emotions. It bypassed my own thinking and just tweaked me to my maximum, and that's the state that I was in. And so right after I saw that, um, and after I became alert, the next scene in the dream was that I saw this CV solution being injected into children. I saw different versions of this um, injectable being given to children, millions and millions of children. It was just like different scenes and seeing mass groups of children being given this thing. And I saw so many children dying. And I was very concise here to, re to, to record what the Lord showed me. I saw that little white children died instantly, especially the smaller ones. Literally, the scene that I kept seeing was of a doctor, a little a little boy was afraid to get it. And so uh, his mom stood in front of him and she, she, she held him and she put his head right here. You know, children find their comfort right here because that's where they spend so much time in early life. She put his head right here and she rubbed his head and then helped to extend his arm to the doctor. And the doctor injected this child. And I'm telling you, the second this liquid entered this little boy, within a matter of seconds, he turned cold and blue. He turned this dull grayish blue right there and went on his mother's breast and died. He died so fast that the Lord showed me the child's arm fell. It was dangling and the needle was still hanging in it. 
exactly as was happening to me in the first part of the dream where the needle was still dangling in me. I saw this happen over and over again in the dream that little children died instantly. Their life energy quit on them and the needle was still hanging in their veins. So I do not know if this will literally happen in real life that they will die right there. But for me, this might just be a way of God depicting how rapidly children will be affected. Little white children, I saw this. And right there, when the needle was swinging in the child's arm, I was standing and his mother was going, <gasps> she, she was so shocked. She could not weep. She could not cry. She, she went directly into a state of shock. And she just was squeezing her child and trembling. I saw the horseman of death standing right there. The pale horse was there. The horse was huge and death was sitting on it so tall. And he was standing right, right there on the right side of us in the hospital room. And he took these children. And the verse that came to me was when the lamb opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature say, come. And I looked and there before me was a pale horse. Its rider was named death and hell followed close with him. They, death and hell, were given power over a fourth part of the earth to kill with sword, famine, plague, and with the wild beasts of the earth. Revelation 6, verse 7 to 8. And then the next scene, I saw doctors giving this, this solution to many, many children. And these children did not die immediately. Sometimes they took a while before they slumped on their beds and they died. And then the scene changed and I saw other children turn very gray and ashy and weak. They were propped up on their beds because we know that one of the characteristics of CV itself is that shortness of breath and inability to breathe because of the lungs filling up with pleural fluid is part of what makes the disease so deadly. It tries to drown you in an overabundance of the production fluid that your lungs are supposed to make naturally. And so I saw these little children had to be propped up at the back with many pillows and they had to sit upright all the time, even when sleeping. And what was peculiar here is that these children were all races, all nationality, but they all became this ashy pale gray and they were fighting for life and they were panting exactly like the animals in the prophecy, the dogs. <laughs> I mentioned that in the dogs, God showed me that after those dogs had entered the Pfizer and Moderna buildings, they were lying all over the streets of New York, panting and fighting for breath as they were perishing. And so I saw that the parents of these children who had taken them for these injectables went hysterically wild and crazy. They had mental breakdowns as they stood by the bedsides of their children in terror, wondering if the children would live. The dream flipped again and then I began to see the coffin of youth. When you say youth, you are talking about all the way from the babies up to the bigger ones. I began to see coffins sliding by diagonally in my view. 
so many different types, the expensive type, the cheap type, the pine clapboard type, according to what the parents could afford, small ones for small children, children, medium ones for medium kids, and big ones for big children. And the Lord began to flash scenes. I even saw grown teenagers, the 18 and the 19 year olds, people almost at the age of 20, and adult children. These are people who are grown up, married, out in the business world, and they have children of their own. I saw that they were all counted by God as children. I saw them all die and their coffins passed in front of me, such an endless procession of coffins. I even saw big teenage boys in the letterman jackets, college boys, and high school boys, very popular, the footballers, the basketballers. I saw that these children had taken the solution and some of them dropped in their tracks and died. So I was seeing this, but the one that stood out to me was I saw some boys, some of them in the letterman jacket, meaning that they're not playing, but they've come out for the team. And some of the boys already with the mouth guards, the helmets, um, playing college football, ready to play a big game. And they came out and they were running out onto the green. And the uniform they were wearing was white and red, mostly white with some red stuff on it, maybe with a thin gold line. I'm not sure, but that's what I think I remember. They were running out and several members of that team, probably friends who went and got it together, they dropped dead in their tracks. And I saw the, the helping people, the people who carry the stretcher. And I even saw the parents. I saw like a father jump over the barrier and begin running onto the field towards his son. But all these people were too late because these boys had died instantly. They died from something, probably something hemorrhagic or maybe something in the brain. And they dropped dead on the spot. And so I then saw the grown children, grown men and women who have their own families, but they're still seen as somebody's child. And God began to show me the stubbornness that is in the hearts of these children. He began to show me the stubbornness of them. Their parents have spoken to them and said, Todd, don't do this. Lakeisha, don't do this. And they still went ahead and they did it. They didn't have the proper honor and reverence for their, for their parents. They didn't honor their parents and they didn't take their parents, um, even if the parent isn't Christian. It doesn't mean because your parent is not Christian that he or she doesn't have wisdom for life and common sense that can be passed down to you and to me. And so uh, I saw many of these parents of adult children weeping because their children did not regard them, their children did not listen. And the adult male or the adult female who was a father and a mother, him or herself, did die. And harm came to them because of these injectable solutions. And throughout this entire scene, the horse of death was present. And he kept, it wasn't like he was reaching out his hand and taking them personally, but I just kept feeling this drawing sensation. As death would come and people would die, there was this drawing sensation in the dream and the person, the personified death from the book of Revelation greatly enlarged himself. I saw that he took so many bodies to himself and watching this greatly angered me. So I basically was injected all night and saw death all night.
So the dream would end and then it would go back to the beginning. This big sharp needle would approach me, inject me, and then hang in my veins. I would be in shock and dismay. And then I would have to go through all this. And till finally in the morning, the Lord brought me out of the dream. So he, he, he drew me out of this whirlpool that kept repeating itself. And the first thing that I remember he said to me was, I am not wicked. I am not wicked and I am not cruel. Am I not the Lord? I am the Lord God Almighty. And have I not said, have nothing to do with the mechanisms of wickedness. Yet they continue to disobey my orders and defy my commands. They will kill themselves with this injectable. They will die in record numbers and reduce their own population because they do not heed the word of the Lord saying, come out of her, my people, and do not share in her abominations. They will be wiped out because of this they have done to themselves, for this is a mechanism of death. And then the Lord said something to me that is probably going to answer a lot of questions about a recent video that I made, the dream about the end of America. In that dream, I mentioned that there was the presence of what I celestial call reanimate, which is people who have died and then somehow are not dead. They are clearly dead because their state is disgusting and rotten. They have a stench that does not come from from this world. It is the stench of such severe rottenness. And I shared in that dream that you can smell reanimate coming, but the only problem with being able to smell reanimate coming is that these zombified people are so fast that even if you get a whiff of them, they're there before you can do anything. They are upon you before you can do anything. And so the Lord, after 10 years of me wondering where these zombie people come from, finally told me on March the 6th, 2021, I have seen these creatures in my dreams since the year 2020. I've seen them and seen them. They are a very common fixture in American dreams. Dreams about America near the, the end of her life, like before her total annihilation, but right near to that end part, these creatures will be here. And I even have um, two right now prophetic words that the Lord gave me when I was praying today. I will deliver them at the end of this video. But reanimate, I have been seeing these undead since 2020 and only on the 6th of March. Did God in his conversation to me finally answer this unspoken question? Because I've never really stalked the Lord to say, Lord, where do these people come from? What causes them to be like this? I just thought that these people are just one of the many horrors of the devil that we will see in the end times. But the Lord said that reanime will come from the people who take this injectable V. They will come from the people who take this solution. This is where the undead come from, he said. The people you call reanimate, this is where their numbers will come from. This is a potion of death. And I was just awestruck. I was awestruck because I have wondered about this for so long. And I've just had to accept 
I, I don't even question seeing them anymore. I have just accepted in the end times, there will be people, there will be Nephilim, there will be so many other creatures, and there will be people who used to be people and are not people. But it, it just did not cross my mind, even though many have suggested it. I, I can't come on the master's voice and indulge theories. I can only come on the master's voice and say what God has given me to say and be completely transparent to keep true to his words and not expand them and say, I think it could be this. But yes, he, he said it so I can finally say it. The undead come from these injectables. It, it will probably sit in people and at the right time, it could be something that is triggered or something that works on them slowly. Because I shared in the dream that that man was with a group of people. So he clearly was somebody who had taken the injectable in real life and had not suffered any harm right away. And there are many people who will see this video and say, my uncle took it. My wife and I took it and we're doing great. We're going paragliding in Honduras this weekend. So you're lying, young lady. All I will say is, in the dream of the end of America, clearly that man had taken it. And he had survived all the other horrible things that had happened in the United States. But while he was with his group, he fell sick. And because I had that dream a long time ago, and God only told me now, I finally understand that that man didn't catch anything from the environment because I've shared that there was nothing wrong with the air. It wasn't that the air was our problem in that dream. It's just the horrors of real life that was bothering us. That man fell sick because of something in his body and he turned and when he woke up, he woke up as an undead, a reanimate. And so the rest of this prophetic word is equally as important. It concerns children, it concerns obedience. And I really pray that you will take the time to go to the blog and read all of it, especially if you are a parent. This is one of the most um, educational and of course strongest word that I've ever had the Lord impress upon my heart. And I wrote down exactly what he was showing me about how people behave here when it comes to their children. People think that there is going to be some magical para rapture, some magical side um, snatching away that because God loves children so much and because children are so small and they come in such cute packaging that God is going to do a little extra loop-de-loop -loop and, and just, you know, get the big brothers and sisters. I shared in this post that I have seen the children in this nation starving right next to their parents. Many things will come here before the thing that we know and talk about and hope for called the rapture the snatching away. I have seen children here in this country and they got hungrier and hungrier and they passed away from starvation and famine right in front of their mothers and fathers. There was no snatching away. I've shared, I haven't done the martyrdom post yet because I haven't reached to the church series yet. I'm still in the America series, but I've shared that I saw all over the world that children were hungry and starving, and then persecution came against the church. This church is so, so sure that no persecution will find her, that rapture is a done deal before it. But what God has showed me is that 
Revelation chapter 6, the bit with the martyrs crying out for justice under the throne of the altar, that comes before any form of the rapture. I saw that persecution arose against the entire church internationally, and I saw children buried alive with their mother in a pit that when the pit drew out, it contained so many people. In some cases, I saw that people were pushed into the pit by caterpillar. You know, the bulldozers slowly pushed. And in some cases, the holes were dug and people were made to climb in there themselves and sit. And then they were filled in. I saw children there. I've shared in a post on the blog called, I think it's called sepulchers, which means graves, that I've seen tiny endless tiny coffins because poison bioweapons and poison weapons will be used right here in the United States. I have seen more baby-sized coffins than any one person needs to. I've shared all these things. They are available on the blog. If you will simply use the blog resource that is made available to you by the Lord, use the search box and simply insert the word children or insert the word coffins and the posts will come up and you'll be able to read not what Celestial said, but what God said for yourself. I keep saying this. If you have an expectation and yet God is telling you that reality does not match your expectation, no amount of prayer and crying and, but is it really so, is going to cause God to abandon his position here and come over to you. You have to abandon the fallacy that you are trusting in and come over to him so that you and him can be aligned for your safety. God is already safe. He cannot be harmed. It is us and the false things we continue to believe that expose us to harm. May God bless you. This is the master's voice. I thank you for being here with me. Thank you for watching the video. Uh, please share the videos if you are so led. And may God bless you. And until I see you again, goodbye.